are we doing, Dynasty League? It's good to hear from you guys. Thank you for reaching out. We're here for yet another judgment. Can't fucking wait. Gonna dive right in. We are Steveless, the highlight of my fucking night. Thank but God. We, <laughs> but we are still joined by the commissioner himself, Mr. Eric Defusco. How you doing tonight, Eric? Suck it, Steve. I'm doing good. <laughs> Uh, Steve's working an extremely long shift today, so he will not be able to join us. We are recording this at 10 o'clock at night, and he is still there. He's been there since 6 in the morning. He is still there. <laughs> God bless him. I mean, I yeah. would say he works hard, but we're not, I'm not going to lie to these fucking guys, you know? No. We uh, lie to him enough with our analysis. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't see any reason to put it off. Let's fucking jump right in. It's time for Judgment. So this league is literally named Dynasty League. It's been around for about four years, I think I was told. And uh, they are a regular PPR, one quarterback, two flex. They do have three wide receivers in the starting spots. But uh, the scoring is basic, you know, just your normal stuff. But with that, with three wide receivers and two flexes, uh, I'd imagine to see some some depleted rosters as we go through here. Right, Eric? Yeah, one would think, for sure. Um, three wide receivers, obviously. Wide receivers are a little more important, you know? Not not much, but, mm. you know, three, you can start up to five. Well, that's the thing. I mean, how many people really start running backs in their flexes? It's, it's a very thin position. Typically, they're going to be wide receivers, you know? Mm -hmm. Unless you nailed your, your, your draft or your picks and you got three studs. You know, yeah. But. Yep. So uh, we're going to start with Koner. And he has a starting quarterback of Ryan Tannehill running backs, Ezekiel Elliott and Todd Gurley. I would have to imagine he's already scrambling to replace Todd Gurley. Uh, he has Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, oof, uh, Deontay Johnson, George Kittle, Jarvis Landry, Sammy Watkins. Uh, on the bench, he has Derek Carr, Jamie's Winston, my man, uh, Mitch Trubisky. Mm, I, I think it's safe to drop him, but you do you. Uh, Latavius Murray, Damian Williams, Tevin Coleman, David. Yeah, that's David Johnson, right? Is that David or is that the Duke? That's the Duke, baby. Is that the Duke? <laughs> that's the Duke. My man looks uh, swole in that picture. Holy <laughs> fuck. Yeah, that is the Duke. Oh, he has Duke Johnson, Royce Freeman, Larry Fitzgerald, Demir Bird, John Ross, newly New York Giant John Ross, uh, Keelan Cole, new New York Jet Keelan Cole, uh, Austin Hooper, Gerald Everett, Jimmy Graham. He has nobody in his IR spots. He does have the 102 pick, which is definitely going to help with that running back situation. Uh, obviously, you got to get Gurley out of there. He has the 201. That's it. Yeah, and so I've noticed just from scrolling through a couple of these teams, they only do three-round rookie drafts because I don't think I've seen anybody with a fourth-round pick, if you want to confirm that. Yeah, that's I noticed that as well. Yes, so I'm guessing they only do three rounds. I'm, I'm just going to assume because obviously somebody would have a fourth-round pick. Well, somewhere. yeah, they'd, yeah. even if one team had all 12, you know, they'd, yeah. they'd have to be there somewhere. More power to them. I mean, it's a really deep roster. I th I would think you'd rather... Grab them. Oh, they don't have taxi slots. I just realized. Ooh, yeah, that is awesome. So, yeah, yeah. you're not really going to want to hang on to those flyers quite as much, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Okay. 
So the first thing that jumped out to me about a starting roster was obviously Todd Gurley didn't pan out. George Kittle was hurt most of last year. Michael Thomas had a really bad year. Uh, Julio Jones was injured in and out of the lineup. Jarvis Landry really didn't deliver. Sammy Watkins didn't do a whole lot. It just seems like it seems like he has a better team than where he finished. You know, I mean, he has the two hundred one, so I'm assuming he came in last. I've seen worse rosters. You know, it's it's he got hit a little bit by the injury bug and a down year for Michael Thomas on top of it, a bad year for Zeke Elliott. I mean, what what would you consider to be his greatest need outside of that starting running back, which I think is is pretty obvious. I uh, I mean, yeah, the, his RB two is by far his biggest need. Um, he's straight at quarterback. I like his wide receiver core, honestly. Um, I don't think it's terrible with Julio Thomas and, and Deontay. Even Landry, man. I mean, Landry. The, the only thing I, one thing I will point out that I am noticing is a little bit on the elder side. His wide receiver core, I guess, mm-hmm. outside of Deontay Johnson. So maybe a little youth at uh, the wide receiver position. I mean, he also has Larry Fitz, who can't even <laughs> believe the guy's still playing. But I just read something it, the other day that they expect him to retire. Oh, okay, yeah, because he's 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 older than we are. I mean, like he's he's in his mid thirties. I gotta guess. Yeah. So yeah, that that he's old, old. That man's <laughs> old. Yeah, he ain't no Tom Brady old, but he's old. Yeah. For for a non quarterback, I'm surprised he's still going. But yeah, so I would say, I mean, I think he's fine with Kittle, and I like I like his 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 tight end other backups are fine. Gerald Everett, I think, could be have some sneaky play. Mm-hmm. So I would say maybe looking to upgrade at a younger option in the wide receiver core outside of the RB two, which is the glaring biggest need for him. Yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, he he has the 102 and the 201. So he's not going to be able to fix this roster overnight. Um, he doesn't really have enough pieces that he can start trading them away for assets. Um, what are your thoughts on trying to move Julio? Who, which, like you said, you know, he has an aging situation at wide receiver. Julio's no spring chicken. He still has value. Do you try to move him and maybe get some younger development guys, maybe a pick, something like that. That could definitely be an option for sure. Um, If people are willing to pay for Julio, I mean, they're obviously not going to pay what you would have paid three years ago for Julio. Obviously getting a first for him would be awesome. I mean, you're not going to get a great, maybe a late. Would you give a late first for Julio if you were a contender person? It would depend on my on my shakeup but i'd i'd probably be tempted at the end i probably wouldn't do it yeah because I, I do still think he has a year or two left but you know that rookie could have 15 years left so it's like eh, you know but am i gonna i'm not gonna get a julio unless i just absolutely nail that pick you know it's yeah there's there's risk take. involved in, in many ways a lot of people think julio is a lot of people have the assumption that Julio's on the back end of his career and that these injuries are just going to keep uh, recirculating and it's just going to be something he battles with until he hangs them up. But like you said, I think Julio's at least got one more good year left in him, maybe two. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Julio's probably probably is the piece I would try to move the most out of these guys just because Michael Thomas ain't that old. He's in he's in his mid mid late twenties. Like yeah, I would try to hold on to him, but you would probably get better. A better return for somebody like a Michael Thomas. Well, you get a much better return, but I think he needs him more. He needs him more. Yeah, I agree. So, I so mean, he's going always in, George Kittle. 
Yeah. I know that's that's something me and you are a little bolder to do. Yeah. If we were in this situation. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I mean, the, not the problem everybody is, thinks like us. The problem with trading off a of George Kittle is at the at the end of the day, people are just going to look at him like a tight end, and they're not going to pay what he's worth. You know, that's every year he's a steal in the draft. It's like, oh, you know, I got him in the third round, and he ends up outscoring most of the wide receivers that got drafted ahead of him. You know, they're just they're just not a premium on the position. So I'm always concerned, like, how much am I going to get back? Am I going to get value back? Yeah. Um. So how would you grade this team? So just from looking at this team, I, I think, like you said, it was just, you know, luck just it see, he seemed like uh, luck was not on his side last year. Very unfortunate with with Zeke, Gurley, Julio, Michael Thomas had a down year. Kittle was hurt for the whole second half of the season. I, I would give this team probably six, eight, six point eight out of ten. <laughs> that's fucking creepy i i was thinking 6.5 were you yeah that's a rookie yeah. score <laughs> that's a rookie score you keep six, that fucking union buster eight. off my podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and the, i mean to be honest i i like his starters i think he has a little bit of depth i love that he has the jamie winston M- michael thomas stack that could end up being fucking lethal in 2021 yeah. Oh, he's fine with QB with Tannehill and Winston. Like he yeah. he's he's got no issues there. You can ride with them guys for a while. Yeah. At least for a couple of years. I mean, for me, what's kind of hurting his score is the lack of picks, lack of futures. You know, I mean, the the guy's not. He's gonna make the two hundred one if he even makes the pick. I don't know if he's gonna trade it away. If he makes the pick, he ain't picking again until the third round of twenty twenty two. You know, and like we talked about, there's not a whole lot of chips to trade away. So I think his pick situation kind of is what it is, unless he wants to trade his away. Uh, the one Oh two is obviously a big asset. He could take Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, you know, wh- whatever, whichever one of the running backs lands in the best spot. Um, that's the one thing, good thing with it. That's why I kind of gave him a six, eight. Cause I'm like, he has the one Oh two. So he's, he's guaranteed to get either Etienne or, or Harris. One of the two. Mm-hmm. So, that should hopefully fix his RB two situation. I'm hoping, and then even in the with the two hundred one, he can grab a wide out there. I mean, there's still going to be good guys. There'll still be plenty of options. Yeah, he might be able to end up with like a Rashad Bateman or something at the two hundred one. You know, uh, yeah, there's better receivers than that. <laughs> we'll get into that later. <laughs> All right, Terrace so... Marshall over him, but yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, moving yeah. on to Gilf sixty six, the Red Solo Cups. In his starting lineup, he has Baker Mayfield at quarterback. Running backs are Kenyon Drake and Melvin Gordon. Wide receivers are Cooper Cup, Corey Davis, Tyler Boyd. Tight end, Mike Gusecki. Uh, Flexes are Mike Evans and Joe Mixon. On his bench, he has Tua, Andy Dalton. Uh, For running backs, Gio Bernard, Lev Bell, Samaje Pirine, Boston Scott, Jeff Wilson, Josh Kelly. At wide receiver, he has Tyrell Williams, Kendrick Bourne, Russell Gage, Emmanuel Sanders, Jalen Guyton, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and Kyle Rudolph. Um, He has nobody in the IR. He is currently holding on to the 103 that he got from Rockstar 12. He has the 202, the 207, the 210, the 211, the 301, and the 302, and the 304. 
he accumulated a lot of picks. None of the none of them are really up high other than that 103, but there's still plenty of good players in the second, right? Yeah, and he's got plenty of plenty of darts to, you know, take chances on guys and when you got oh, 207, yeah. 210, 211, I mean, uh you, you you should hit on at least one, you know, you would think. So my only problem with this though is that, you know, he has eight draft picks this year with no taxi spots. I'd imagine some of them he's he's going to draft and then cut. I'd almost try to as crazy as it sounds, I'd almost try to package some picks together and try to move and try to grab a first, the 202, the 207, and, and you know, maybe a future or something or, or whatever. I, I Honestly, I don't know. I don't know what you think, but I would almost rather do that. He has cuttable players, don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> obviously, Le'Veon Bell. Hmm. Some of these yeah. other guys I prefer to hold on to. Le'Veon Bell is the only one that actually really jumped out to me. P. Ryan, I guess, because... They're probably yeah, going to draft somebody. But that that would be the move, I think, if I was him. I'd be, I'd be trying to package some picks together to move to get a better one. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel the same way. It's just I'm, I I don't know what to do, man. So, I mean, obviously his starting running backs, Kenyon Drake, Melvin Gordon, and Joe Mixon. Uh, you could definitely upgrade that spot. <laughs> and, you know, he has a chance at, you know, one of the big two running backs – uh, Javante Williams will definitely, absolutely, one hundred percent be there at one hundred three, and like we talked about in the last episode, we we like him more and more the more we watch his tape. Would you lean towards running back with his pick, or do you think that there's another avenue he should be looking at? See, it's tough to answer right now because we we don't know where they're going. We don't know what kind of draft capital is going to be tied to them. But just assuming, judging off of where people think they're going to go. Even at, even though the way his situation is the way it is, I think I'd still take Chase, just yeah, because just I think take he the could stud. be a different. Yeah, I think he really could. That guy's going to be a difference maker, and like his wide receiver core is good. I mean, he's got Evans and Cup, Corey Davis. We have to see what he does in New York. The guys on his bench, you know what I mean? Then they're, they're, they're more like bi week fill in, occasional flex guys. Is not you know? Oh, I'm sorry, it's Tyler Boyd too. My my boy, Tyler, my Boyd. <laughs> So he's all right at wide receiver. I like his wide receiver core the more I look at it. But I, I think I'd still go with Chase, um, unless one of those two fell to me. Because you never know. Like you said, Chase could go first overall. Chase could go second. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's unlikely, but it's possible. Yeah. If somebody's, I mean, if you're wide receiver needy and you need to you need to be throwing five of them out there every fucking week, you, you're going to be more tempted to take Chase. <laughs> yeah, man, this is it, it. this is kind of a rough roster, you know, it's, he doesn't really have an elite wide receiver. He doesn't have an elite running back. He doesn't have an elite quarterback. He's got a second, third tier tight end. Man, I, I, I'm, I, I hate to do it. I'm sorry, bro, but I, I'm going to give this guy a 5.1. Uh, I just, he's got a million fucking picks, but like, what's he going to do with them? Like, th- there's nowhere to put them without taxi spots. Uh, I mean. Tyro Williams would be the first one off my team. I I don't believe in that fucking bum. He sucked out in Oakland. He sucked in fucking L.A. or back San Diego back then. But, you know, Josh Kelly, you pretty much are obligated to hang on to and see what happens. Boston Scott, see you the fuck later. You know? (laughs) Boston Scott's tough, though, too, because, like, that. it's, what, Sanders, him, and fucking Jordan Howard? Yeah, but, I mean, just the fact that they went out and got Jordan Howard tells me how they feel about Boston Scott. Yeah. They still, they sign. I mean, um, what was Boston Scott? A restricted free agent? Oh, they get, what do they call that with the tender? He signed. They, restricted they, free agent. Restricted, yeah. So, yeah, he was a restricted free agent, and he signed his tender with the with the Eagles. Bell's, Bell's cuttable. 
I think you can definitely cut Le'Veon Bell. It's like you said. P. Ryan, he probably wants to hold on to because he has Joe Mixon, and Joe Mixon has shown that he just can't stay healthy. And I'm told, I'm with you. Like, he doesn't have... Like, Melvin Gordon and Joe Mixon, when healthy, that's not it's not a terrible core. You know what I mean? You don't have an elite running back out of those two. Uh, you can maybe argue Joe Mixon could potentially be that if he can stay healthy, but... Yeah. It's... Yeah, you... you, you, you those are more our guys I'd want as my second RB, you know, not guys that I'd want to have to depend on as to, you know, give me RB1 production every week. My score, I'm going to give him, I'll give him a 5, 5.7. Okay. because of that collection of picks that he has. If he was to, like I said, if he was able to package some of those up, maybe move up, get a late first instead, or even a mid first if he wanted to give an even better package, I'd probably yeah. even go above a 6. I'd be tempted too. It's, I mean, as it stands, that's my grade. But yeah, I mean, if he if he gets an additional first, that that changes a lot because he just he has he has more needs that he than he's going to be able to adequately address on this team with those picks. And I I feel like the third rounders are just going to get cut the second the draft is over because he doesn't have room for them. So like I'm almost kind of ignoring those. I mean, don't get me wrong, one first and four seconds is still plenty but yeah i mean i, I love acquiring picks it's just it, it's tougher without taxis because it's just what do you do with them i didn't even notice they didn't have taxis till you pointed it out yeah i, I didn't know I, I, I didn't notice it until i pointed it out either and i've looked yeah. at this like 10 times <laughs> i mean i haven't i haven't seen many dynasty leagues but i think this might be the first i've ever seen without them yeah it, it's my first i just assumed yeah. they all so moving on we have friend of the show Rockstar12, the man that reached out to us, a quarterback. Right now he has Deshaun Watson, running back, Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook. Woo! Wide receiver, Robbie Anderson, Michael Gallup, Adam Thielen, tight end, Rob Gronkowski, flexes, Raheem Mostert and James Conner. Quarterbacks on the bench, he's got Ben Roethlisberger, Teddy Bridgewater, and of course he has Cam Newton. He's a complete fucking honk. Running back, James White, Mike Davis, of course, uh, Malcolm Brown, Javonta Williams, uh, Jamal Williams, <laughs> Malcolm Brown, Jamal Williams, Daryl Williams, Jamison Crowder, David Moore, Tim Patrick, Christian Kirk, Paris Campbell, Trey Burton at tight end, Dalton Schultz, Cole Komet, and nobody in the IR. He has no first, no second this year. And he ends the draft at the 309 and 310. There's still talented players in the third round. You really gotta dig deep. You really gotta do your research, watch some tape, but you can you can definitely spot some some guys worth picking with the 3-9 and 310. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook is a pretty baller combination. Deshaun Watson uh Deshaun Watson was fucking baller last year, but McCaffrey got hurt. Robbie Anderson cooled off toward the end of the year. Gronk didn't really pan out. It's it's pretty easy to see why this team ended up where it did. What do you think is his biggest need, Eric? Wide receiver. That would be correct. Yes. Uh, well, I was looking at the quarterback situation, and I'm kind of like, well, if Watson doesn't play this year, you could argue it could be QB. But I, I guess you could just play the matchups with, with Newton and Roethlisberger. Uh, as, but, yeah, he, he yeah, I would definitely have to say wide receiver. I mean, Thielen... Thielen's still got a couple years in the tank, I think. Yeah. Gallup, I, I don't even know. Like, he just he did not show up. But that team was an absolute mess last year, so. 
Yeah, but with with Dak, with I mean everybody, he just he never really came forward. He never really produced. He'd have flashes, but he he never lived up to. I mean, I I planted my fucking flag in the ground for him. Like I, I thought he was a stud. It just it. I I had egg all over my face for sticking up for this fucking Jamoke. Yeah. CD Lamb was so much better than anybody thought right off the rip. I thought it would take him half a season. You know, nope. He was the number two right out the fucking gate. Yeah, and I think he's gonna continue to be the number two, at at, at worst. Yeah, yeah. Lamb talking about CD Lamb. CD Lamb might be before you know it. He's gonna probably be the wide receiver one on that team. I think so too. He's he's um, legit. Yeah. So yeah, Rock Rockstar definitely. I mean, you, he's fine with running backs with McCaffrey and Cook. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And if Watson plays, he's fine at quarterback. But yeah, the wide receivers are definitely lacking for sure. And having the three nine and three ten, they're still wide receivers you can throw darts at there. Also, I notice he has no first or second round pick next year. Oh, he probably traded them um, all for McCaffrey. Probably traded them. Yeah, he must have made definitely made a trade. I do like a couple. Like I like Paris Campbell is kind of interesting to me. Somebody I kind of would buy into, and I I think he could be okay. Just you just gotta fucking stay healthy and. That should be a better... The Colts team should be better. I'm kind of starting to buy into Wentz a little more. I think he can turn it around. Mm-hmm. So I think if Paris Campbell can stay healthy, I think he could be a decent little player. Oh, he's not a bad wait-and-see guy. No, yeah, for sure. You know, James Conner obviously just got signed by Arizona, so he was looking yeah. like he could be cuttable, but he might be able to hold on to him. His and value's Monster, on the rise. Yeah, his value is on the rise, baby. And Monster is another one, man. He just can't stay healthy, but when he's on the field, he's pretty good. Yeah, but I think he's going to get replaced in the draft in a couple of weeks what do you think if he does get replaced in the i don't know i, I don't know if they're gonna spend a a day two day one obviously not spending a day one but a day two pick on a running back they might they very well might i might be mistaken but there's a chance if they do take a running back i think it'll be a little later like a fifth rounder fourth rounder or something so i mean all in all ben's team is shit oh excuse me rockstar's team is shit so i mean all in all it's like there are holes it's easy to see where why he finished, where he finished. Some of that is his fault. Some of it's not. Uh, the homerism definitely shows through. Um, just loaded with fucking Panthers. Current Panthers, former Panthers. Uh, I get it, but that's not, not conducive to winning fantasy championships. You know, sometimes you just got to let the Panthers go, man. I'm like I said. I'm assuming he had to trade for McCaffrey, and that's why he has no picks because he gave them all up for McCaffrey. And I, like I said, I'm not saying he's not worth it. But yeah, overall, mm, I'll, I'll get, go I'll, first. I was gonna say I'm I'm gonna give him a, a five point three. That low, really? Five point three. I don't like his wide receivers. <laughs> I was gonna say like a like a six point six, six point seven, maybe. Maybe you could he's talk got no me picks. into six point seven. He's got no draft picks. Yeah, but Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook will get you pretty far. Mm. They only get you so far. Oh, no, that's true too. Get, yeah, no, they can. Well, trust me, he's got the best, probably got the best running back core in the league. But and I mean, I, I still love me some Adam Thielen. Yeah, just the, the the more I look at the receivers, I'm just like, yeah, nah. This is this is this is tough, tough to work with for sure. And I, I know you and I are not particularly high on Robbie Anderson. A lot of other people have high hopes for him. Um. But I still like I still like uh, Adam Thielen. You know, I'm a big fan. Uh, I still think he's got a lot left. Even uh, Jamison Crowder, who's currently on his bench, is staring down the barrel of a quarterback upgrade. You know, I, I think he has enough to kind of 
if he can hit even just one of those guys that he picks with a 3-9-3-10 turns out to be a serviceable wide receiver, not even great, not elite, not Justin Jefferson, just serviceable. I think he I think he has enough to put it together and make a run. Do I think he's championship bound? No. Possible he could make a run at the playoffs. Moving on, we have Big Bill 58 who has named his team Trevor Lawrence 101, so Spoiler alert, I'm, I think I might know who he's taking in the draft. <laughs> Big Bill starting roster. Quarterback, Matt Ryan. Running backs, Miles Gaskin, LaMichael P. Ryan. Wide receivers, Cole Beasley, T. Higgins, Juju Smith-Schuster. Tight end, Jonu Smith. Flexes, Sony Michelle and Alan Lazard. On the bench, he has a quarterback, Jared Goff. Dwayne Haskins, Joe Burrow. Running back, J.D. McKissick. Moving on. He's <laughs> the only running back. Um, at wide receiver, he has Brashad Perryman, Jacoby Myers, Tyler Johnson, Marquez Callaway, Darnell Mooney. At tight end, he has Dan Arnold, Taylor Higby, O.J. Howard, and Donald Parham. Uh, he has nobody in the injured reserve, and his draft picks are the 101, 104, 105, 111, 204. And next year, he has all of his pick. He has all of his picks plus an extra third. So this roster is basically straight garbage. There's holes everywhere, but he has a ton of draft picks, so that'll help, right? I mean. He can fill a lot of fucking holes with four first-round picks. Yeah, sort of, to an extent. His, his running backs are shit. Trash. Because I think he, he's, first, first and foremost, Trevor Lawrence 101. I love me some T-Law, but you possibly cannot take T-Law with the 101. Absolutely not. You can't do it. You can't fucking do it. <laughs> you already got Joe Burrow. You got Matt Ryan. Don't take Trevor Lawrence with the one oh fucking one. Take the running back, brother. Please, please take the running back. Um, I mean, it might just be a joke. I mean, I'm assuming it's a joke, but ah, you never know. I'm just, you never I'm know. just saying. I'm just throwing it out there if he was thinking about it. But he's already. You, you don't need the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude. I mean, the, the homeboy starting Cole Beasley and Alan Lazard. I mean, Sto- Sony Michelle and Michael P. Ryan are starting. I mean, th- this this roster is it's trash. It's bad. It's really bad. This is this is the worst one I've seen. He has the draft picks, and that helps. But woof, woof. Yeah, I just don't. I don't see it. I this is this is going to take a lot longer to turn around than one fucking year. I can tell you that. Yeah, for sure. But like, yeah, he's got them three picks. You're gonna have to assume, like I said, well, he's got Gaskin, and like I said, I think Gaskin's getting replaced this year. So the running back he takes at the 101 is probably gonna be to replace him. <laughs> and he's got the the 104 and the 105 back to back. I mean, what? Javante Williams and maybe a wide receiver there. Yeah, Jalen Waddle, Smith, or Waddle, just to kind of build off of that, and then 111 kind of just go best available or whatever. Um, I mean, he's got some decent pieces. Like it's nice having Burrow. It's nice having T Higgins, Juju. As much as I hate on him, it's it could be way worse than Juju, I will say. But yeah, the running backs are rough, dude. The running backs are rough. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I like Juju, but really, like, his only good young asset on this team is T. Higgins. You know, Higgins and Burrow are the only 
really young player. He is Denzel Mims. Denzel Mims could be a starter if if they uh, make the upgrade a quarterback. Maybe the offense gets off without a hitch. All of a sudden, Mims is what we projected last year, where he's actually fantasy relevant and has a starting role, and you can plug him right in and get rid of fucking Alan Lazard. Oh my god, it's just it's blowing my mind every time I look at it. Oh, I'm with you. It's like you said, <laughs> this team, this is going to take a couple years to rebuild. Just, just keep. He did it. He did a good job because he's got he got four first round picks this year, so he's off to a good start. I will say that. Well, yeah, um, no, he clearly sold off all of his all of his good players for assets. You know, at some point in the season, he realized he wasn't going anywhere, and he said, "Fuck it, I'm going into full rebuild. Everybody's available. Give me a first. So I I don't hate the strategy, but when you when you have when you go into full rebuild, your roster has to get really bad before it gets good, and you are there. <laughs> so uh eric give me a grade 4.2 dude we are so in sync tonight man i 4.3 nice <laughs> that's Just so because, fucking weird yeah. man oh dude he he, he he he's so fucking far from the finish line he can't even see it yeah he's so far but he he should be hopefully with them picks he should have some good pieces oh yeah no i mean he's set up he is set up he's set up really well you know, the only other thing I noticed, so let's uh, move on to A-Rock 13. And uh, A-Rock 13, much better situation. At quarterback, he has Pat Mahomes. At running back, Kareem Hunt and DeAndre Swift. Wide receivers, Tyreek Hill. Love the stack, dude. Uh, Michael Pittman, KJ Hamler. Oh, my God, the three-way. Tight end, Travis Kelsey. Normally, I would be bashing you for this. I usually bash anybody with three starters on one team, but it's tough to argue against this one. <laughs> you just can't. It's it, you can't. It's the best offense in the league. They're always going to score. Yeah, but I'm looking at the I'm looking at homeboy's team. I think he's a Chiefs fan. Oh, he's just a homer. Still. I think, but still, that's still tough to pull off. I will say. But I think he has, he has uh, Demarcus Robinson on the bench. Kareem Hunt. I'm like, oh, is he a Chiefs fan? Maybe. Why does why does he have team defenses on his bench? He doesn't just have that. He has kickers. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the I I specifically asked him if there was anything else about the league, and he said no. It's just a regular PPR. I'm just I'll just glance over it. I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> it will reflect in his review. But <laughs> uh, in his flexes, he has Rashad Higgins, T.Y. Hilton on the bench for quarterback. Philip Rivers, Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins, good lord! Uh, running back on the bench, he has Gus Edwards, Naheem Hines, wide receiver Odell Beckham, Philip Dorsett, Demarcus Robinson, Zach Pascal, Traquan Smith, uh, Marquise Valdez Scantling. Tight end, he has Hunter Henry and Ian Thomas. Then, for some reason, he has Adam Vinatieri, Will Lutz, Dan Bailey. And he is also carrying the Jacksonville Jaguars and the San Francisco 49ers. They do not start kickers or defenses. Why he has those things is kind of beyond me. Like, is it a joke? Is it like, are those just placeholders until he does his rookie draft? And then that's how he gets his rookies on. But then like, why, why pick them up at all? I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. That's going to definitely be who he's cutting. Cause he has one, two, three, four rookie picks. But even then, he has three kickers and two de- de- uh, three kickers and two defenses. So that's not yeah, really adding up either. I don't I don't know. But 
In his injured reserve, he also has Marlon Mack and Tariq Cohen. So that's a little bit of added depth. Uh, I can't figure out if he's a Chiefs fan or a Colts fan. <laughs> Pittman, Hilton, Rivers, Mack, yeah. Hines, Pascal, Venetieri. Oh, he was mm. a Colt. Yeah. That's the question of the day. Yeah. Chiefs or Colts? Uh, you Dorsett, can, fi- you can find Colt. our Twitter poll where you yeah. can figure Dor- <laughs> Dorsett was a former Colt. Yeah, this is uh wow, this is interesting. Rockstar, you might have to reach out to us and let us know which team he likes. Yeah, we're gonna have to find we're gonna have to get to the bottom of this. I'm gonna Nancy Drew this. We have to know. The people have to know. So for our draft picks, he has the one oh six, the one oh nine, the two oh five, and the three oh five. So he does not have his own first, but he managed to get two others to replace it. I'm liking the running backs. I wish you had like a legit true number one. I don't think you're gonna get that at one oh six. But you never know. You know, we'll see where people land. Kareem Hunt is serviceable. Uh, I love DeAndre Swift, especially this year. There's nobody there. Uh, They're about to draft either Devonta Smith or Jalen Waddell. But as of right now, DeAndre Swift might catch more passes on that team than anyone else. So uh, in a PPR league, DeAndre Swift has a ton of value to me uh, for at least this year. Like I said, the stack, Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, awesome. Love it. Dope. Anywhere else, any other team, any any other one of the 31 teams, I'd be ripping you to shreds. But it's it's tough to argue against that Kansas City stack. KJ Hamler is a nice little wait-and-see guy, but I want to wait and see. you got to get somebody to plug into your starting lineup, uh, which you should be able to do at the 106 for sure. What do you think is his biggest need right now, Eric? I think his biggest need is finding some better, a, a more solid wide receiver too, I feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you got the you got the elite option in Tyreek Hill, and it's a lot of a lot of I guess unknowns I'll say because like we don't know Pittman. What's Pittman gonna do? Like you said, what's Hamler gonna do? Rashad Higgins. I mean, he's got Odell. Maybe. Eh. No, I'm kind of torn because I didn't notice he had Odell. Does anybody still believe in Odell? I think. I mean, as a wide receiver too, I think Odell's okay. I'm not ready to completely write the guy off, but I do still definitely think that. Uh, I was, I'm going to say wide receiver is a little, I find there's some better depth at wide receiver. I mean, if he could get his hands on another running back, I think that would be nice too. Wide receiver is his biggest area of need. I think hit wide receiver depth. Yeah. I mean, uh, I believe in the six games that OBJ played, he was average. Uh, he, I'm looking at it right now, actually. In those six games, he averaged 14.47 fantasy points per game. So that's not terrible. You're right. That's a good little wide receiver two but didn't he have that one game where he had like 250 yards like and three touchdowns he like, may have gotten a huge chunk of it in one game if yeah. i do remember <laughs> so uh yeah so yeah i i agree with you he definitely needs to add to he could use a a, a stud rb1 a legit rb1 and he could use a wide receiver two behind hill you know everything else it is what it is uh he should be able to address one of those needs at the 106, get that wide receiver that you can plug in right away. Uh, the running back, it's just going to have to wait because you ain't getting him in this draft. No, unless somehow Javante Williams falls to 106. Well, I was going to say, but you could find some diamond in the rough that nobody's ever heard of, and then he ends up turning out to be good. You know, like I think last year I got Antonio Gibson in like the third round of our of our rookie draft. It was just he was one of those guys that just nobody – Nobody knew who he was. You know, he wasn't a big college star, didn't go to a good team, you know. <laughs> yeah, look at James Robinson. 
He yeah. probably wasn't even drafted in Dynasty rookie drafts. Yeah, that's another good point. I mean, he was an undrafted free agent, you know, and just walked into a workhorse role. Sometimes you get lucky. And, yeah, like 106, maybe Javante Williams falls there, but I, I doubt it. I doubt it as well. Just based on the teams we've looked at so far, <laughs> I think other than Rockstar, I think just about all of them could use a, a running back. So I don't think they're going to pass on them that many times. Overall, I'm actually pretty happy with this roster. You know, he's, he has two first-round picks. That's awesome. I would give him a 7.1. That was the first number that popped into my head, 7.1. I'm going to downgrade him because of the kickers and defenses. I don't know what's going on with that. So, he's a he's a 6.9. He's a Gronk. He's a Takashi. I got you. <laughs> I'm gonna go a little. I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him some little respect. I'm gonna give him a 7.8. Wow. No. Come on. Yeah. 7.8. He's got Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, no, those pieces are really good. But without yeah. a, without a stud wide receiver, I I can't go that high on somebody. He's got Tyreek Hill. I mean, I'm sorry, without a stud running back. He's got DeAndre Swift. You ready to call him a stud? My boy's gonna do damage in year two, I think. I, I be he could be really good this year, but he's also playing on a really bad team. Uh, I love the PPR value because I think he, like I said, I think he catch a hundred balls, but I don't have a lot of faith in Jared Goff either. So. We'll wait and see, but I don't. I don't think he has a legit number one guy. You know, I think he does in Swift. Six point nine. I do. <laughs> Seven eight, baby. <laughs> uh, now we're out of sync. All right. So uh, moving on, we got Jatham, who is managing Team Jatham. Uh, he has who the fuck is that? Um, T Brady at quarterback. I don't. I never heard of him. Uh, running backs, Damian Harris, Chris Carson, wide receivers, Debo Samuel, DJ Chark, Devontae Adams, tight end, Zach Ertz, flexes, Marquise Brown, and Antonio Brown. On the bench, he has Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts, which now that they're on separate teams, it looks so much better. <laughs> uh, Carlos Hyde, Lenny Fournette, Saquon Barkley. All right, now we're to, that's an upgrade. Uh, Alexander Madison, one of the best handcuffs in the league, allegedly. Uh, Zach Moss at uh, wide receiver. We get to Sean Jackson, Curtis Samuel, Olamide Zacchaeus, Golden Tate, A.J. Green, tight end Eric Ebron. He has two empty bet spots to make room for his two rookie picks, the 206 and the 306. Obviously, Tom Brady has a shelf life, but I love the Tom Brady-Antonio Brown stack if Antonio Brown comes back. Because by the end of the year, I think he was all caught up and looking. I love Carson Wentz this year. I shouldn't say love. It's a strong word. I don't love him. I like him. Jalen Hurts, we'll see. You know, he was kind of getting red hot right at the start and just kept cooling down every game until he got replaced by fucking, what was that, Nate Sudfeld in week 17? <laughs> yeah, when they went into full-on tank mode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, obviously having Saquon, Instead of Damian Harris, you know, Saquon and Chris Carson, that's got a much better ring to it, don't it? The wide receivers, Debo, DJ Chark, Devontae Adams, Marquise Brown, AJ Brown. It's tough to pinpoint the the one need for this team, which is good because he doesn't have a first round pick. So he's really trying to pick depth pieces with the 206-306. You know, it seems like he has a an aging quarterback and a really young quarterback. Would you try to move Brady? And 
see if you could acquire another pick or two, maybe a young player somewhere? No, I would not because I think this team can contend. And I think Brady would be my focal point QB because, I mean, it, I, I we've been hearing Brady's done since 2014. Oh, yeah. And he, he just pretty sure he just had a top eight finish at the position in uh, 2020. And he's coming back with the same team, same weapons. I think he's going to be fine. I mean, I don't know how you can really write him off and say that he's not going to have another top 12 finish. Oh, I think he absolutely could, but that's that's why people would trade for him. And you're you're hoping to get rid of him because he's going to be around for two years and the guy that you're going to draft is going to be around for 20. But I, like I said, I think this team can go for a championship, so I don't think I'd move him. Oh, they're definitely ready to contend. That's And this is really the main reason why I thought you were too high on that last team, okay? Because... They're a better team. What now? What are you gonna rate this guy? Nine point one. This is ridiculous. This fucking team is awesome. I'm so, trying to think. I'll ask you again. So, what? Uh, what is his biggest hole? What does he need the most? A tight end. I could definitely see that. I think Zach Ertz gets traded during the draft, so we'll have to see where he goes. Yeah, and Ebron's just kind of blows. Spotty starts. Yeah, yeah. He, for the most part, blows. Pittsburgh has never consistently used their tight ends. It doesn't matter who they get. If they drafted Gronk, you'd have never heard of him. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, like Miller, like people always talked him up, but like in fantasy, like he was never great. No, no. He was he was clutch. You know, it was like third down, got to have it. Heath Miller came up with it. But like then you'd get to the end of the game, look at the stat log, he had two catches for 12 yards, you know? <laughs> yeah, he was never never a good fantasy tight end, ever, really. A, spot, a streamer guy once in a while, that was it. Yeah, tight end, I'd, I'd agree with that. Wherever Zach Ertz goes, he's probably not going to get the same role he just had. He's probably going to end up in a worse situation. So, you know, with the 206, the, the second tight end should still be there um, if you decided you wanted him. Who that second tight end is really depends on uh, your evaluation. I wouldn't burn the fucking 206 on a tight end, even though I need one personally, because I think they're still going to be good. There'll still be some decent wide receivers in that range. Yeah, but if you're contending and you can draft, well, yeah, but he's going to take time to develop, so he's not going to yeah, be any this year yeah. anyway. Tight, tight ends usually, for the most part, don't come out and hit the ground running. No, you're right. You're right. As always, you're right. That's why you're the commissioner. So, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to give this team, I'm going to go 7.7. Uh, this is a really fucking good team, man. Really good. I'm going to go a little higher than you. This will be the first team I rate above an 8. I'm going to give him an 8-1. Just because uh, he's got a lot of pieces. He's pretty solid. And like I said, tight end spot is weak. But it really depends where Ertz goes if Ertz gets traded. I'd almost want him to get traded at this point. Because I, I think there's actually potentially could be a better asset if he goes to a different team. Because it seems like Philly's just trying to phase him out and integrate Goddard as their you know, new piece. Well, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's been the problem the whole time. Is that he's been wanting a contract. And they don't want to give it to him because they're like, uh, buddy, look across the line. We got Dallas Goddard. Why the fuck would I pay you? Like, either you take a team-friendly deal or pack your bags. Looks like he's going to pack his bags. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to move on to Zeking Victory. I don't know if you know that. Do, do you get the reference to Zeking Victory? I don't want to spoil it for you, but this guy might be a Cowboys fan. I've noticed. <laughs> I'm a Cowboys fan, too. That will reflect in your review. 9.9! <laughs> we got to stay tight. We got to stay close, bro. They hate us. They hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> DC Pharrell, baby. <laughs> 
So at quarterback, he has Dak Prescott. Running back, Josh Jacobs. Which, uh, parentheses under his name, it says untouchable. Jesus Christ, I'd be off everywhere I could. Running back, Ronald Jones. A.J. Brown, who apparently is also untouchable and deserves to be. <laughs> Tyler Lockett, C.D. Lamb. He's got the Prescott Lamb stack. Tight end, Evan Ingram. Flexes, Marv Jones, John Brown. On the bench at quarterback, he has Alex Smith, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Lamar Jackson, dude. He's got Jackson and Prescott. He's got two top 12 quarterbacks. How do you like that shit? For running backs on the bench, he has Kalen Balaj, Carryon Johnson, Justin Jackson, Ty Johnson, Anthony McFarlane, Keyshawn Vaughn. And for wide receivers on the bench, he has Brandon Cooks, Hunter Renfro, tight ends, Jacob Hollister, Anthony Ferkser. So Anthony Ferkser, I think, is a sneaky hold. I like it a lot. Alex Smith can be cut whenever you're ready. Just take your time. Come to terms with it. Yeah. And honestly, Lamar Jackson can probably be traded. Yes. Yes. Or Dak. Whichever which obviously he he's gonna trade Lamar. Oh yeah, yeah. No. You could yeah. he I'm surprised he didn't have Andy Dalton, you know. <laughs> he may have. Uh, you never know. Yeah, he probably did. <laughs> uh Ryan Fitzpatrick, I love playing for Washington this year. I'm a big fan. I think he's gonna do really well there with Terry. You know, Kalen Balaj has kind of floated around the league. It hasn't really been great. He did pretty good last year with the LA Chargers, but he was promoted off the practice squad. Like, it's not like they believed in him. Now he signed a, a short money deal with Pittsburgh, and now he's getting a little bit of a hype. What do you think about Kalen Balaj going forward, Eric? Is he He sucks. <laughs> no, he sucks. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I almost want to say he's cuttable, but I, I think at the end of the day, I would have to just hang on to him and, and see it. Uh, carry on Johnson's cuttable, right? Yeah, because, uh, well, it's tough to cut anybody right now because you, like, you don't know what these fucking teams are going to do. But it, all signs point towards carry on getting cut by the, by the Lions. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying I would cut them right this second. I'm saying when the time comes, you know. When you have to make a move, those are the guys I'm looking at first. Like, all right, you're sorry, bro. Your time's up. But he's only got one draft pick this year, so he doesn't really need to cut anybody because he has two empty bench spots. Oh yeah, no, he's yeah, yeah, no, he doesn't need to make room for rookies. But I'm assuming at some point in the season he's going to want to make roster moves. So I'm sorry, yeah, I didn't even finish, did I? Uh, injured reserve, nobody. And draft picks, he has the 107, and that is it. He held on to his first. Good for him. So running back is an issue. And you may not be able to fix that at 107. I have not ever been a Josh Jacobs believer. I started falling into that hole last year, uh, right around draft time for redraft. Boy, am I glad that I didn't fall in face first because he fucking blows. He is not good. And I didn't think he looked good his first year. And I kind of let everybody talk me into it. And I'll never fall for that again. Untouchable. Jesus H. Yeah, his his ADP last year in redraft got way out of control. Like, when I saw him going in the late first, I was like, yeah, no. I'm like, I'm not taking him in the late first. And I'm glad, same thing. I'm glad I didn't get sucked into the Jacobs trap last year. Yeah, anybody that did wasn't happy about it, I can tell you that. They certainly didn't label him untouchable. Good Lord. I don't know if you noticed, but he ain't, he ain't Zeke Elliott, all right? So uh, so you agree that it's it's running back? Oh, yeah. Definitely, especially with the, like I said, I think the Kenyon Drake signing is going to hurt Jacobs more than I think some people, um, just because I, I think, I, I don't, like I said, I don't think they gave Drake eight and a half million over two years just to put him on the bench. Like, he's going to play. He's going to have, he's going to have some, 
they're gonna they're gonna put him in the game, man. He's gonna take some of that workload away from Jacobs. Jacobs will probably be primarily, you know, the ball carrier. He'll get the goal line carries and stuff. But as far as passing game involvement goes, I don't think Jacobs is gonna have much, which he didn't really have much to begin with. And Rojo's in the same situation, kind of like he's just yeah. in, a, in a crowded backfield, you know, <laughs> with a bunch say, of players. Both of his running backs might have been phased out in free agency. Keyshawn Vaughn's another one that might be cuttable. It doesn't seem like they believe in him at all. But yeah, I mean, there's really not a whole lot else to say about the roster. Other than the fact that I do not believe in Tyrell Lockett. They paid him. Good for them. I don't believe in Tyrell Lockett. I don't want him. Uh, I would be trading him. Find some other sucker to pay up for him. I, 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 he was straight garbage last year. Straight garbage. And people treat him like gold. See you later, bro. I, I don't get it. I mean, yeah, he was he had a he was not good at all. He had two huge games, and pretty much he got like forty percent of his fantasy production. Almost, I think it was almost ha- not quite half. I think it was in between like forty and fifty percent of his fantasy production in two games. Yeah. Two games. And I mean, they he's were got AJ Brown. And, he's got AJ Brown and CD Lamb. I mean, you're talking about two guys that arguably could be top ten startup wide receiver picks next year. I think potentially. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Marv Jones isn't in a bad spot. I like him. Brandon Cooks, we'll see who's throwing the ball, but I'm not opposed to him. And like I said, I like Ferkser. I like him. I actually like Ferkser, the upside of Ferkser more than Ingram. I think Ingram's going to get traded this offseason. So we'll see where he goes. They've been talking about trading him since basically the end of the season. I think he'll end up moving at the draft. Uh, If he doesn't, then... I don't think they'll cut him. I think he'll be on the roster, so he'll end up staying there. But I think he loses touchdown upside with Kyle Rudolph on the roster. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but like I said, so with this team, like I said, considering that he had Dak and Lamar, I'd probably try to move Lamar, try to see what you can get for him. You're gonna get, you should be able to get some decent draft capital. And circling back to, I don't know what team it is off the top of my head, a couple, couple teams prior to this who had all the second-round picks. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of team. Where I was, I would grab this 107, and I'd say, "Hey, I'll give you the 107. You give me whatever the hell it was, the 202 and the 207." Like I'd almost rather have the two second round picks and throw a couple darts at running backs there than the 107. The big three running backs are gonna 98 percent chance they're gonna be gone between Harris, Williams, and fucking what's his name, Et, Gilf. Perfect team. I'd grab this. I would. Say, hey, I'll give you the 107. You give me the 202 and the 20 whatever he had to see if he'd want to do it. I'd rather have the two second-round picks, throw a couple of darts at those running backs. Maybe you get a Kenneth Gainwell at the 202 and Trey Sermon or something. At least you get two shots at one of those running backs who should be going in that range instead mm-hmm. of just one shot at the 107, where I fully expect Harris, ETN, and Javante Williams to be gone by then anyways. I would certainly think so. Running backs is biggest need. So, I mean, overall, just because of the running back situation, because Tyrell Lockett's there, I don't believe in Evan Ingram. Just his running back situation is a fucking mess. Just, I mean, you go right down his bench and it's just bum after bum after bum. Man, I know you're getting Dak back, but you know what? 7.4. Those wide receivers are legit. You got Dak. Josh Jacobs, is he is an RB2. You know, he's not an RB1, but he is an RB2. You still need to find an RB1. All in all, the team's not terrible. It needs work, though. Just see. What do you think, Eric? 7 1. <laughs> That's what I you. almost said. That's what I almost A little said. Little below you. Yeah. 
I love the receivers, not digging the running backs. Obviously, you're getting Dak back. This is the team, like I said, try to move Lamar, try to get you know a first or or, or even more for him because that's what I would definitely be aiming to get. Uh, quarterbacks are tough to move though in single QB leagues. Yeah, they are. But you should. But like you said, if you if you wanted to move Lamar Jackson and say, hey, give me back my two hundred seven, give me two hundred two, and, and Lamar Jackson's yours. Where he's a quarterback needy team and he has more picks than he can roster anyway, I think, I think he definitely goes for that. I think he'll do that. Two hundred two, yeah, two hundred seven for Lamar. Yeah, he'll do that. Yeah, he he would probably do that. He'd be foolish not to. I'll put it that way. Yeah, and you know, you know, you always try to overpay a little bit. Maybe say, hey, give me three seconds or something. You know what I mean? Just you always, you always ask for more than you want. You gotta play the game. You gotta play the game. Just play the game. <laughs> All right. So uh, moving on, we have. Evan C30 in his QB spot. He has Matt Stafford running backs are Cam Akers and James Robinson. Oh my God, dude. Eric's pants can't take much more. Mm -mm, This team looks very familiar. (laughs) Looks just like this looks like the team I just drafted in motherfucking uh, the Superflex. Same (laughs) RB one, same RB two. Uh, wide receiver, De- oh my God, DeAndre Hopkins and Amari Cooper and Keenan Allen. Good Lord. Tight end, Dallas Goder. Flexes are Jalen Rager and Miles Sanders. Wow. Wow. Uh, on the bench, he had, oh, this is where the garbage starts, I guess. Drew Locke. <laughs> Adrian Peterson, who I believe is still a free agent, right? Um, That's a good question. I don't know. I think he is. Keep going. I'm going to look it up. Jeremy McNichols, Rashad Penny, DJ Dallas at wide receiver, Mike Williams, Josh Reynolds, who I think is sneaky upside falling into that Corey Davis role. I really do. Uh, Deshaun Hamilton, Anthony Miller, Travis Fulgham, Quintus Cephas, tight end, Jack Doyle, Jared Cook, Blake Jarwin, and Cahill Waring. Right off the rip, you can drop Cahill Waring. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be the one to break this to you. You have plenty of tight ends. You don't need that fucking scrub. This starting roster is fucking impressive. See, this is, I told you, I told you, don't go too fucking high with that other team. Now you're going to have to put this guy in the nines. Uh, high eights off the top of my head. <laughs> so right off the rip, I, I think Stafford's going to have a really good year with LA. Uh, you and me both love Cam Akers. Uh, you're a little higher on Robinson than me. I think he's an RB2. You think he's an RB1 fine with it love it he's paired up with acres like what could you hate hopkins cooper allen this is the best wide receiver stack in the league am i right as of this moment yes you are i mean you could argue that i mean you can you could also argue i think the aj brown lamb locket stack but this stack is shown me i know what they can do you know with lamb we still gotta see locket disappears like we've said at times so i will give the edge to this team team evan this is yeah, it's the best one so far. We could scroll the very next team and see something silly. Jalen Rager, I don't mind. Let's see what happens now that they're going into a new system. Even though I don't know if you read that athletic article about the dysfunction within the Eagles ranks, but it's brutal. Uh, I don't think any coach can go in there and fix that. The ownership's fucked. They're, he's got to let go. I'm kind of fading all Eagles until further notice. <laughs> oh, it's it's that bad. Oh, it's it's silly. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, I mean, obviously, I don't see a lot of immediate needs. He still has the 108, 208, 209, 311. So, 
He's got picks to spare. Not a lot of needs. Uh, obviously, you could always use depth, right? Running back would probably be number one, like it is for almost everybody. Like, we could all use more running backs, right? Uh, but he still has Miles Sanders. So, if Josh Reynolds turns into a thing and, you know, he's a reliable wide receiver three, maybe even a low-end two, maybe you could plug him into your flex and Miles Sanders becomes depth and blah, 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 blah. Like, we're not going to go down every single avenue. But 108, 208, 209, he should be able to add plenty of depth. Maybe take a dart throw on a running back or two. You should be able to find running back uh, wide receivers that will be serviceable. Uh, this team is in great shape. Great shape. I am going to give them a final grade of 8.1. 8.1, baby. I like it. Yeah, he is in really good shape. Like, he has a pretty good, you know, like you said, his starters are fantastic. Some, some of the depth pieces, depth pieces are... Um, Mm, you know, like obviously Jeremy McNichols, Adrian Peterson, I would have to imagine will probably be two guys that'll be cut. Uh, but he also, also carrying five tight ends. My final grade, I'm going to give him 8-2. A little better than you. <laughs> You're always trying to be better than me. <laughs> yeah. It's the only way I can. It's the only way I am. Yeah. <laughs> Never succeed. That'll wrap up, Evan. See, we'll move right on to Lutz92. Who has a starting quarterback of Russell Wilt? God damn, this roster. Running backs, Nick Chubb, J.K. Dobbins. Wide receivers, Justin Jefferson, D.K. Metcalf, Chris Godwin. Tight end, Mark Andrews. Flexes, C.E.H. and Antonio Gibson. Whoa, dude. Uh, on the bench, Kirk Cousins. Mike Boone at running back. You know, Benjamin, my man. Dude, this motherfucker has Robert Woods on the bench. That's how fucking good his team is. Robert Woods didn't even make the cut. Oh, my God. He's on the fucking practice squad. He's got so many starters. James Washington, Miko Hardman, Scotty Miller, Jerry Judy. I love Jerry Judy. Devin Duvernay. Caught him. <laughs> Chase Claypool. Uh, Antonio Gandy-Golden. Quez Watkins. At tight end, we have Chris Herndon. Irv Smith. Irv fucking Smith to top everything off. Irv Smith. And my man, Albert O. Good God. He has no IR. He has no first or second round picks. He is at 307 and 308. Eric, find a hole if you can. Backup quarterback. Because <laughs> he doesn't have one, right? Kirk Cousins. Oh, Kirk Cousins. Damn it, man. <laughs> he has no draft picks, but he obviously gave them up for pieces, and he doesn't need them. Yeah, right? I'm just going to cut right to the chase. I'm giving this team a 9.2. 9.2. Wow. On, so my only knock is I don't believe in Russell Wilson. As a football player, I love Russell Wilson. I think that the little let Russ cook experiment has ended. You know, I think the team's made it perfectly clear they want to run the ball. The leash is back on. I don't think he has a super high ceiling until... I mean, inevitably, he'll get traded. Like, he's going to push his way out of town. That's happening. It won't be this year, I don't think. Until he moves on to another team, uh, his ceiling is, is somewhat limited. He's still going to be a QB1, but you could potentially do better than Russell Wilson. That's If that's the biggest knock I got for your team, you're in pretty fucking good shape. All right? So, it, it's just, this is this is crazy. It's just not. You can't even rip the bench. Nothing. No. 
You can't. It's like he doesn't have any fucking good running backs on his bench, but I mean, let's face it, like CEH and Antonio Gibson would probably be on the bench and he'd be starting, you know, Robert Woods and Jerry Judy, you know, like, <laughs> you know, this coming year anyway. I, I, I know Judy wasn't good last year, but I believe in him. Yeah, it's just, it, this is crazy. It's like uh, Mark Andrews tears his Achilles in training camp. Oh, don't worry. I, I got up Smith. Like, <laughs> it's, it, uh, yeah, I mean, this is a fucking awesome team. And frankly, I think you did him a disservice giving him a 9.2. I'm going with a 9.4, okay? If you want to beat this roster, you need to be in the upper, upper, upper echelon, okay? Because it ain't going to fucking happen by accident. So let's uh, move on. Because, I mean, we're not going to talk about a team very long if we can't shit on it. So we're just going to glance right past Lutz. And let's move on to Fantasy Flop. The fantasy flop has Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. At running back, he has Chase Edmonds and Austin Eckler. Why? Oh, my God. Wide receivers. Uh, he might be an Oakland fan. Brian Edwards, Henry Ruggs, LaVisca Chenault, Hayden Hurst at tight end, Tony Pollard and Nelson Aguilar in the flexes. On the bench, Jimmy Garoppolo, Tyler Henneke, Taysom Hill, Gardner Minshew, Jordan Love at quarterback. On the bench at Running back, he has Lynn Bowden and Mark Ingram, which in my estimation, he has zero running backs on the bench. At wide receiver, he has Kiki QT, Preston Williams, Darius Slayton, Greg Ward, Colin Johnson, and at tight end, Dawson Knox, Adam Trotman. I like both of those guys as wait-and-see guys. Uh, nobody in the IR. He has zero draft picks this year. He has four firsts next year. Four seconds next year and a third. So uh, I guess he traded everything for futures. Let me just get right to the point. Yeah. His team's a disaster. <laughs> um, he's clearly, he, and, and he knows it. I, I'm, I'm probably not he saying anything. It. He doesn't know because he has four firsts next year and four seconds. So he is completely in rebuild mode. And why stop there, man? Aaron Rodgers, Austin Eckler. See ya. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and like do like no picks this year. How do you go into rebuild and not get any picks for this year? So this is in order, right? So this team finished third? Yes. Okay, so this is this is what I'm assuming. I'm assuming he sold out to win last year. Hence mm-hmm. the name Fantasy Flop. He probably flopped, did not win the championship, and I'm guessing that he just sold off pieces to rebuild. I, that's the only thing I can see that makes sense, I guess. There's no fucking way he got to third place with Brian Edwards as a starting wide receiver or Henry Ruggs for that fucking matter. No fucking way. So, yeah, no, something had to happen because this, 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 none of this is adding up. I'm thinking that he he didn't, he obviously he didn't win the championship, like I said. So I'm wondering if he just kind of blew his team up and said, fuck it, I'm going in the rebuild. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I don't even know what else to say about this team. It's like, I mean, I think you're right. If, if I were him, I'd be, I'd be trading Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And Austin Eckler for, for picks this year. Yeah, try to get 2021 first. Yeah, add to yeah, the rebuild, right? This year. And, yeah, his running backs, uh, running back situation is extremely rough. Yeah, this team full rebuild, man, from top to bottom. Top to bottom. Hit it hard, bro. I mean, I actually drafted Ruggs in our in our latest startup because I think he's a decent little wait-and-see guy. I think I got him in the 12th or 13th round. Might have even been later than that, now I think of it. But, uh, yeah, it was... It was fucking late. <laughs> He's definitely not coming anywhere near my starting lineup until he shows it to me because he was straight fucking garbage last year. 
I mean, really bad. So that's where we'll leave him. <laughs> also, we got to give him a rating. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, cut the Raider bullshit while you're at it. If the Raiders were any fucking good, I wouldn't mind you stacking all their players. But God damn, man. Like, just let it go. A lot of homers in this league. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's always homers. There's a lot of people that homers. We're the only ones with a brain. <laughs> there's usually not this many homers in one fucking league, though. No, there's not. Yeah, I mean, my, my, the DDD league can be a little homerish sometimes with uh, the Eagles and the, and, the, and the Raiders, speaking of them. But even then, there's only, you know, two, maybe three guys will go straight homer. I mean, this, this I feel like almost every fucking team in this league's been a homer. Yeah. But I'm going to give this team, oof, I want to go low, low, disrespectful low. <laughs> and I think I'm going to, because you don't have any picks this year, I'm giving you a 2-6. Oh, man, I thought I was being rude with a 3-4. Yeah, 3.4. I mean, you can't sell everything you have and not get picks this year. Like, who the fuck knows what those picks are worth a year from now, you know? I mean, obviously, they're worth a lot. Don't get me wrong, like... But, man, you're just going to have to sit here and suffer through 2021. That's that's rough. So, let's move on to the championship round. Second place, Holtze 25. Uh, starting quarterback is Kyler Murray. Running back, Derek Henry, Aaron Jones. Pretty fucking good one-two punch. Uh, wide receivers, Allen Robinson, Terry McLaurin, Kenny Galladay. I bet he wishes that Kenny Galladay found a better landing spot. Tight end, Darren Waller. Uh, the only Panther that is not on Rockstar's team, DJ Moore. And Jonathan Taylor are in the flexes. On the bench, he has Sam Darnold, Daniel Jones at quarterback. At running back, Jarek McKinnon, David Johnson, Daryl Henderson, A.J. Dillon, Savan Ahmed. Jamichael Nasty. Hasty. Nasty, hasty. Nasty. <laughs> Buck nasty. <laughs> Jamichael Hasty. Darrington Evans. Sterling Shepard. Robert Tanyan. Quillen Sutton. And uh, Van Jefferson. At tight end, he has Logan Thomas. Harrison Bryant. And in injured reserve, he has Julian Edelman. Pretty safe to drop him if you want to make room in your IR. No first-round pick. He has the 203 and the 303 from Rockstar. So at one point, he had an additional Panther. And he is now, now fled to Rockstar. To Rockstar. <laughs> Robbie Anderson, maybe? Yeah, right? Probably. Uh, hey, that's what he gave me for Robbie Anderson. The 203-303. Oh, they weren't yeah. 03, but the, the second and third. But yeah, I mean, the starting lineup is stellar. Stellar. They came mm-hmm. on late last year. They stayed healthy, so it's it's pretty easy to see how he got as far as he did. My concern is the depth, man. It's he's an injury away. He's an injury away from irrelevance. Oh, one hundred percent. And like I, I think you could I think you could make a case that this starting lineup might be even be better than Lutz's head to head. You could make a case. I don't think it is, like I said. I think I would still give a slight edge to Lutz, but the depth, you definitely gotta give to Lutz over uh, Holtzy. It's like yeah. you said, there's, he's got some, like, I love, I love me some Cortland Sutton running backs, mm, David Johnson. He could do worse, I guess as like a, as a bi-week fill in. And yeah, but he just, he doesn't quite have the depth. Like, uh, I feel like Lutz's team had, um, yeah. yes. And he has the handcuff for Aaron Jones, which I really yeah. like a lot. 
Because if Aaron Jones misses any time, A.J. Dillon is getting a fucking ass load of work. So, I mean, overall, I, I like the team. Uh, I think he could use a little bit of depth. I mean, wide receiver more than anything else, really. The only wide receiver on his bench is Sterling Shepard. And now Sterling Shepard's on the same fucking team as Kenny Galladay. So... No, no, no. He's got Cortland Sutton and Van Jefferson. Oh, it's because they list Robert Tanyan as a fucking wide receiver. Like... Yeah. In what fucking universe? Like... Stop with this fucking dual designation bullshit. Whatever the fuck he's listed on on the roster, that's what he fucking plays. Oh, my God. It drives me nuts. Oh. So, rage over. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen him listed as a wide receiver? Ever? No, never. Uh, It's fucking foolishness. It's it's silly. Like, what makes him a wide receiver? He catches passes? My, My favorite wide receiver in the league is fucking Aaron Jones. Favorite running backs, Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, Cortland Sutton is a great depth piece, but I think he would end up, eh, I don't know, Jonathan Taylor is getting a lot of buzz. They say he's going to be red hot. I don't believe it. I think he'll end up starting. But then that just gives more running back depth. So, yeah, I mean, 203, 303, I'd be targeting wide receivers, I feel. That's what he needs the most is some some wide receiver depth. He has the the room to let them develop. I I, I love it a lot. This team is great. Galladay takes a big downgrade in my mind going to the Giants. Uh, I know you. I know you did agree. Do you still feel the same way? Yeah, I do because I'm really. I'm not a Daniel Jones believer. Um, until they get a quarterback upgrade in New York, I, I just. I'm gonna downgrade all their wide receivers personally. <laughs> I, it sounds kind of cheesy and cheap, but that's just it's the truth. Like I'm. I'm not a Daniel Jones guy. I haven't seen it. I got to downgrade Kenny a little bit. I totally agree, and like we said, a, a big part of it is just. Kenny doesn't get a lot of separation, so you need that quarterback that's going to take the gamble and force it into a tight window, and Matt Stafford does that. He's a gunslinger. He loves doing that. I just don't think Daniel Jones is that kind of guy. That I don't think they fit. They're not compatible. So, I mean, you know, like we said, no first-round pick this year. That's going to that's gonna hurt the grade a little bit. Not a lot of wide receiver depth. That's going to hurt the grade. Yeah, I do love the starting lineup, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him an 8.4. Yeah, I was thinking around like the the mid eights. That's what I'm. I'm gonna give, I'll give him an eight seven, just because that starting lineup can can go head to head with with almost anyone that I've seen, so long as they can stay healthy. But it's like you said, he's like he gets an injury or two, then he's he might be kind of scraping. But he still has a couple pieces on his bench that can fill right in. All right, and that's going to bring us to the champ himself, the Love Hole. Team Love Hole is featuring. Quarterback Allen, running back Alvin Christmas Day Kamara, David I Get Hot at the end of the year Montgomery, wide receivers Will Fuller, Calvin Ridley, Stefan Diggs. He's got the Allen Diggs stack. Sick. Oh my, he's got like five fucking bills. Another homer. Jesus H. <laughs> yeah. okay, Worked for him com- last year. I keep commending them for the stacks, and then I realize they have like seven other guys on the team. I'm like, oh, he didn't. Oh my God, he's definitely a Bills fan. Look at the logo. Oh, yeah, I didn't even notice that. Wow, I just looked up and noticed it. Oh, man, he's got Gabe Davis, Devin. Oh, fuck, yeah. They, should, yeah. they changed the name of this league to Dynasty Homers League. <laughs> so uh, at tight end, he has TJ Hawkinson. In the flexes, he has Brandon Ayuk, Devontae Parker. Bench, Justin Herbert at quarterback. Running backs, Philip Lindsay, Devin Singletary, Benny Snell. Uh, wide receivers, Kenny Stills, Nikhil Harry. I am a Patriots fan. If the Patriots 
offered to cut Nikhil Harry, but they couldn't find him a ride, I would get out of my house and drive him to the airport. He blows. He sucks. The only time he doesn't suck is when he blows. I want nothing to do with that fucking dude. So, essentially, you don't have a wide receiver there. It just, it ends. Gabriel Davis, I kind of feel almost the same way. I actually think he's got some talent. I just think he's buried. David Njoku at tight end and Noah Fant. One, two, three, four, five, six empty bench spots. And he does have the 110, the 112, the 212, and the 312. So, all of his picks and the first rounder from Fantasy Flop. And a fourth. How is he the only one with a fourth? I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> I think Rockstar owes me some explanations. <laughs> he is the only person with a fourth round pick. What does he get? A compensatory pick for winning the fucking championship? <laughs> I'm going to boost his grade because of the fourth. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. The fuck is going on with this league? The kickers and defenses, a fucking phantom fourth. What the fuck is going on, man? Yeah. Where did this phantom fourth come from? I need answers. It's it's the 411 and it's from Holtzy. Like I <laughs> I'm I don't I don't get it. <laughs> I can't figure out what's going on. <laughs> it's like where's 4 1 through 10? <laughs> Like, how is he the only one with a fourth that is not even the first pick? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm confused as shit. Confused uh, as shit. Yeah, yeah. So, let's go over the starting roster. You know, obviously Josh Allen, baller. Alvin Kamara, sick. Dave Montgomery, perfect Darby too. He obviously has come really Stefan Diggs. Is, if Will Fuller, is Will Fuller your third wide receiver on this team, or do you lean closer towards Ayuk? For me, it's Fuller. Even though he's on a new team, I'm I I I would view Fuller as the wide receiver three. Um, but I mean Fuller and Ayuka guys, you're probably gonna end up playing every week anyways because his starting lineup this is another team. His starting lineup is good, but his bench is kind of shit. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, I think this team, like you said, Alvin Christmas Day Kamara, uh, the the homerism of the Bills, uh, actually really worked out last year with Josh Allen and Diggs. I'm not trying to say he got lucky, but. The stars aligned a little bit, I think, for him to win the championship. They always do. Uh, yeah, they do. <laughs> so, there's not a ton to shit on. I mean, he has draft picks. He'll add, I mean, he has extra fourth. Obviously, that's going to help add some depth to the bench. I love that he has Noah Fant and TJ Hawkinson, two of the youngest, hottest studs in the league at tight end. David Njuku is borderline droppable. Uh, I don't see any path to fantasy relevance for him. Philip Lindsay in Houston, yeah, I'll wait and see. Benny Snell, I'll wait and see what they, what they do with the draft. Quarterback, he is all set for the next decade. Oh, yeah, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. Man, you can't get any better than that. Yeah, I mean, he just he needs wide receivers. He needs running backs on the bench. So, you know, 110, 112, 212, 312, 411, that's fine. You can take dart throws at guys. If they work, they work. If they don't, they don't. You know, we'll see what happens, but. Uh, I like the I like the starting roster. The starting roster can get you places if they stay healthy, and that's the biggest if. So, you know, you're you're Calvin Ridley tearing his ACL away from starting Kenny Stills every week. You know, <laughs> it's, I mean that's a that's, that's a gross. scary proposition, man. We're talking about a downgrade. So I would definitely be focusing on my depth at the draft. Just best player available. Does not matter position. You need them all other than tight end, which is good because there are none in this draft that you'll be able to get. Just 
Best player available, wide receiver, running back, I don't give a fuck. Just whoever is ranked highest on my board, that's who I'm taking because you need everything. I totally agree. Obviously, I would uh, prioritize running back, but where he's picking from, like we've already alluded to, there's really three guys in this draft, and after that, it's a huge drop-off. It's a bunch of Tier 2, Tier 3 RBs that are more late second-round picks, mid-late second, even some early third. Yeah, you just got to build some depth pieces, like you said. you got Hawkinson and Fant. You don't need a tight end, and you don't need a quarterback. It's it's just wide receivers and running backs. I mean, the way this team shakes out, you can probably flex Fant, and that might be a better option at times. If you have to, yeah. Yeah. So uh, give me a grade. Um... It's a tough team to grade, man. What did I what did I grade the last team? You gave you gave Holtzy an eight point seven. An eight seven. I'm gonna give this team I'm gonna give him an eight nine. I think he's a little better than Holtzy. What? Yeah, because he's got the picks. Oh man, dude, this roster's a fucking mess and he ain't fixing it with those picks. This roster's a mess? Dude, I look at his fucking bench. Oh, his bench is junk, don't get me wrong, but I think he'll be alright. He's got the good starters. Alright. Eight two. I'll change my rating. No, I, I, once, it, once it's spoken, it's final. I know. I mean, I, I think Holtz's starting roster is just as good, and I think he has more bench depth. I, it's it's crazy that you would grade Love Hole higher when Holtz still has the 203 and 303. It's not like he has no picks. I kind of forgot what Holtz's team looked like. I had to go back and look. This is definitely I'm worse starting, than Holtz, I'm starting. Right? I'm starting to AD. I'm. I'm getting. Remember, I told you guys. I'm yeah. getting to that ADD point where I told, like I. I looked and I went. Oh yeah, his team is a little better. So eight eight one is my final grade. All right, I will allow you to change your grade. Eight one. Eight one, which is ironical, because I am also going to give it an eight point zero. Eight point zero. So it's very close, uh, but. It just I cannot go any higher than an eight with this with this bench. I just can't. So both of us, the highest graded team was Lutz, who actually came in fourth last year. Do you think he is championship bound this year? Certainly looks like it. I mean there's some of these teams will give him a run for his money, don't get me wrong, but Oh, there's some good ones, yeah. I'd have to say with that receiving core he has, Nick Chubb, JK Dobbins. He's he's he'd be my favorite. He's my favorite to win it. He'd be tough to stop. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much gonna wrap up this judgment. Eric, did you have anything else you wanted to say to the league? Uh, no, man. This was uh, was a lot of fun. Just want to say good luck to all you guys in twenty twenty one. Good luck in your rookie drafts, man. We'll be there soon. NFL drafts less than two weeks away. And yeah, much appreciated. Brian's gonna go over the whole spiel. He's gonna tell you where to go. The website, <laughs> all that shit. Hit it, baby. So first, I'm going to start with the giveaway. The Kenny Galladay is gone. Sadly, it'll always be in my heart. But we are giving away a 16 by 20. Gorgeous. I mean, this thing is beautiful. Brandon Ayuk photograph. It's not really a poster because it's like the real photograph picture, the uh, real photograph paper, you know, not that cheap shit. This thing is super nice. It's a really, really nice picture. It's all in black and white. He's in color, and he signed it in red ink. It looks gorgeous. If you want to see the picture, you can go to daydreamingdegenerates.com. And all you have to do to get entered into that giveaway is send us an email or a voicemail at dddfantasyfootballgmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 508-343-8010. Leave a question or a comment for the show. 
and then share a social media post. 100% free. Couldn't get any easier. We do that crap all day, every day. And this time, it could get you a 16 by 20 Brandon Ayuk autograph. Doesn't that sound awesome? Oh, fuck yeah, it sounds awesome. I wish it were. But I'm on the fucking podcast, so I can't enter. <laughs> That's why I'm going to get my girlfriend line up. <laughs> <laughs> I know your Loophole. tricks, rock star. <laughs> so, because Rockstar reached out to us, he is automatically entered to win this poster. Kudos to him. If you would like to submit your own league or a different league to be judged on this Judgment Podcast, we'll do your startup, your rosters, your rookie draft, your redraft, your trades, your mocks, whatever you want. We don't care. We will do it. So, all you have to do is send us the screenshots to dddfantasyfootballjudge at gmail.com. Uh, just helps me organize things to have two different emails because <laughs> I'm not a very organized person and I need all the help I can get. Yeah, other than that, man, hey, just thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for reaching out. We really enjoyed doing this. We hope you enjoyed listening to it. Send us back any feedback. Can't wait to hear from you. Yeah.